0: Welcome to the LugNuts Podcast. It's what the Bible says.
1: Good afternoon. (laughs) I just wanted to do that and see you guys'
0: reactions. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so good afternoon. Uh, You got the reaction you wanted, didn't you? I did, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was exactly (laughs) what I wanted. So
1: uh, we're here doing the What the Bible Says Podcast. But before we get into anyone... Before I introduce anyone, I have one person in particular to introduce as an actual official host of the podcast. He has joined Kenny, Joe, and myself, Aiden Ottman.
2: Hello there.
1: That's Aiden's voice. (laughs) You guys know Aiden now. But besides that, I have Joe. Hello. Matthew has a special guest to replace Kenny, who is in warm Florida. Actually, Florida has an iguana warning out. Frozen iguana warning. He's not in Florida. He's not in Florida? Mm -hmm. Where is he now?
3: He's in Arizona.
1: Oh, he's in Arizona. Wait, when did he... When did he fly out so to Arizona? He to
0: Arizona from Florida?
3: I didn't realize he was going to Florida. He, went to no, Florida. he, was, in Florida. he was in
0: Florida, definitely.
3: Because his grandpa was out in...
0: Correct. So was his father.
3: Right. They're out in Glendale, Arizona. Kenny is in Florida. Yeah, really? Kenny's, definitely. Kenny's yeah, in yeah, Florida yeah. with his I, girlfriend. Not, I did not know
1: that. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is I, all a, a Kenny podcast now. But anyways... I, okay what anyway,
3: about back Kenny? Topic the back Kenny. Back to
1: yeah, the, topic. they got the old iguana thing. I yeah. saw yeah. that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the iguanas just like... They're just dropping out of trees. So I
0: hear they're actually delicious. Iguanas? what? Take a trip. <laughs> I'm We're going so on we'll a see trip. If Kenny will bring us one home, right.
1: dude.
0: <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's Matthew, only okay, We will frozen. update you oh. <laughs> all later as to whether or not
4: Kenny brings us <laughs> an, an iguana. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Matthew is filling in for Kenny. Howdy. And Hello. of course, we have Steve.
3: All right. Well, uh, good afternoon. It is afternoon. Maybe mm. where you're at listening. So um, this afternoon, let's talk about um, as a pastor things that I have a chance to. Share from the pulpit, what do you guys think? and I'm just saying cornerstone, generally speaking are some hot topics. If I would preach on that topic, I'd get people pretty fired up and, and then <clears throat> kind of the follow-up question, why would that get people so fired up? Because quite honestly, sometimes I think things people get all fired up about. <laughs> they're pretty plain as far as what the Bible says. So you got four of you so give me four hot topics here. You know, you don't have to go in any random order here or whatever. And then whatever that looks like. We always default to Nick. Nick always gets the best.
1: I'm always going first. He always
3: goes first. All right. What's a hot topic and why do people get fired up about that?
1: I'm gonna say the gay pride movement Mm -hmm. because people feel as if they should be able to live their life how they want to live it. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anybody else? What's another
3: hot topic? If I would Eh. preach on that. Premarital relations, physical and otherwise. Okay, and why is that such a hot topic? Because
0: it's something that a lot of people engage in and kind of get convicted about because of that. Okay, but could you t- say what you
2: meant by uh, physical, or what's otherwise entail? Like, uh, physical is obvious what premarital physical contact is, but...
0: So, yes, premarital, premarital physical... <laughs> 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 so, yeah, you know what I mean about like the premarital physical contact, but, uh-huh. like, basically um, emotional relationships that you build with people. Because you have a girlfriend, if you build similar emotional relationships with other girls it it can still be cheating, it can still be unfair to that person, it can still be kind of unhealthy for you and okay ad- so ad- that's what, yeah. yeah, I
2: just was clarification of sure, what that meant, sure,
0: okay, yep, yep. another <coughs> one
4: I would say a huge huge topic in huge the church. uh abortion, okay, mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, whether or not it's right,
3: right. You know, and your view on that and how you flesh that all out. Sure. All right. Uh, Aiden, the new host.
2: (coughs) I would definitely say a a hot topic in today's (coughs) world would be uh, just talking about the the placement of a wife submitting to her husband. Wow. Okay. I feel like that's something that the world doesn't like to really talk about.
3: Okay. (laughs) And why do um in a follow-up question here why do we not like talking about the topic
2: what's what's wrong with that word submission uh i think it's just because that the, well right now we got all these the equality movement of that both genders are equal both genders can do the same kind of roles fill the same roles do the same job do they are equal um and so the idea of Women submitting to them kind of sounds like well you are relying on men you have to rely or fall under men and they don't really like that idea because well they like uh, that we're equal or we can be independent of m- mm-hmm. men we don't need them sure
3: another topic for another time that's a good one though oh, yeah, yeah a lot of times mm-hmm. it's just the idea of just a faulty understanding of what the word submit means okay yes all right you guys have all given me great topics you've not given me the one that i want to talk about today oh fun (laughs) starts with an m ends with an e has an o-n-e in the middle of it it ends with it ends ends with with a y there with a Y (laughs) oh (laughs) Oh, sorry
0: i like money with two e's a lot better (laughs) Money, money money money
3: money money money
1: isn't that funny if i want to get people
3: fired up I'm going to talk about money, but what specific part of money do people get the most fired up about? What do you guys uh, think? How
1: they share it. How they share it a
3: little bit,
0: okay. yeah. Tithing and collection of it.
3: Tithing and collection of it. If I really want to just, and I'm not saying in our church, because our church, quite honestly, is a very giving <coughs> church. But but I think, you know, we want to address topics as far as just general public and people who are listening out there to us. And if you want to get people fired up on on a, on a Sunday morning, oftentimes you talk about the collection of, of money, and that gets pretty dicey as far as people is concerned. All right, so let's talk about why do people become sensitive when you start talking <laughs> about the collection of
1: money? What are some reasons? I'm going to say one is that they feel convicted about it. Okay. You kinda get in that like conviction mode and then someone says something to you and you're like, Oh why? Well, I don't I, no I don't want to do that. You know, you get like I guess defensive about mm-hmm.
3: it. Yeah, I appreciate Josiah this morning, I came to church this morning, he said, I'm I'm not really here to be convicted this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that a lot. Just put it right <laughs> out there right from the very beginning. Pastor, just kinda tone it down a little bit. I'm not really too interested in being convicted. What this was morning. your
1: exact quote? Was you're gonna want to leave
3: then? Yeah, probably you might want to leave, <laughs> yeah, leave. Yeah, do was something uh, like, like or, that. Or whatever so yeah it brings conviction that's why people um oftentimes don't like the topic of giving or tithing okay what else what's some other reasons
2: i uh i personally think that a lot of people don't like the idea of being required to do something because really it is something it's in the bible kind of a as a responsibility of being a member of a church is tithing mm-hmm. I, I just i i think people struggle with being the idea of you are required to tithe as a you know mm-hmm.
0: well and going off what you said it's not even so much being a member of a church is that we're called to give back to god what's his and recognizing hey that's not mine it's god's in the end
2: right? yeah because it's it kind of the idea well i earned it it's it's mine and just like everything else it really isn't
0: <laughs> yes
3: <laughs> yeah the, the whole idea of ownership and stewardship as far as our money and the fact that it's my Money. Now, I did generate the work, but even then you have to say, well, who gave you the ability to earn that, right. that
0: money? Who called you to work?
3: Right, exactly. So, and you say anything else you got over there? They took all right. the good ones? Oh, yeah, I forgot. You much. don't want to be convicted today, so that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you just sit over and play with the buttons and just kind of like, just make sure we sound good as far as the mix. Sure. <laughs> make sure we don't
2: blow everybody's eardrums it out is, on the
3: podcast. is concerned. So, <laughs> that all right. is true. So, I think that we can safely say... That The Bible does speak a lot about money. I don't have the exact amount of verses But actually the Bible speaks more about money than it does heaven and hell Wow, yeah, it it does it speaks a lot about money because money um, Well here here. I so here's one of these ones we talked about that are verses that are misused a lot All right, and you hear this a lot money is the root of all evil Okay, have you guys heard that before? Yes. Is that true?
1: No, the no. love of, of money. The, is the
3: love root. of money. Nice, good job. You know, money in and of itself is morally neutral. It's how you it's how you use it. But it is something that God has said I expect you to handle well, and it is something that God has said that um, is supposed to be done in a way that would be honoring and pleasing to me. So we're going to go back and take a look at the Book of Leviticus, chapter twenty-three. Verse 10. So here's another uh, question here. Does, Does New Testament, New Testament, our church today, not that we're not new and old, we don't say, but today, as far as the church is concerned, is tithing taught to the New Testament church?
1: Yes. Yeah, it is, but it's taught differently than it was in what way? Because Hold on, we've talked about this before. <laughs> because the Old Testament... Hold on, this is a trap. I know it's a trap. <laughs> See, I love trapping here. the Trip lug nuts. I love trapping the lug nuts. The, the Old Testament <laughs> deals with a 10% tithe. Right. The New Testament, Paul says, you are to give what you can. Right. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's more proportionate.
3: So actually, and we're going to
1: get to that passage.
3: You know, Okay, so when we start talking about tithing, I don't have anything wrong with the tithe. i want to call it a tithe. Give your tithes and offerings. That's right. But as far as actual, what does God want from us today... We're going to take a look at some general principles and then the specific principles as far as that because here's the reason why. Um, In this room, how much money has been spent to outfit this room? Just ballpark figure. What are you thinking?
1: I want to say with everything that's been bought for the room, stuff that we're not even using now, around probably $3,000. Okay? (laughs) Okay.
4: Maybe closer to two or twenty five, but still, it's up there. It's a lot, a significant amount. And I know
3: you guys have footed the bill for some of it, Mm -hmm. but also our ministry has footed the bill and helped to cover some of that, absolutely, as well. And so the question then comes, as far as you know, people talk about, well, why am I giving? What am I giving to? The answer is, is if God's people don't give to the ministry, then we don't have this kind of podcast going on, do we?
2: Well, if I'm not mistaken, our entire nice church building we have is completely based off giving, right? You know, we talked a little bit about that as far as you know. We didn't do it. You know, we've done it debt free from from day
3: from day one. Because you know, as you guys continue to meet here, and Lord knows how long before Jesus comes back or whatever, one of the, uh, one of the future ideas that we wanted for the generations to come after us was you didn't get saddled with a bunch of debt. And so, so anyway, mm-hmm. all right. So let's take a look at Leviticus chapter twenty three. Uh, verse nine. And who wants to be our reader today? I'll do, I'll it. do it. Oh, oh no. Aiden, nice. All right. So so uh verses nine through fourteen. And as as you guys, as we read through this, there's a couple of general principles that I want you guys to talk with me about as far as our giving. We're gonna go look at specifics in first Corinthians, but just general as far as um and the idea is what the Bible talks about as far as our giving is
2: concerned. I apologize. My reading is a little slow, but I'm trying to make sure I know my spot. <laughs> Not a problem. You said 9 to 14? Uh, tw- 23, starting with
3: verse 9. All, yeah, all the way down through 14.
2: Okay. The Lord spoke to Moses. Speak to the Israelites and tell them, When you enter the land I am giving you and reap its harvest, you are going to bring the first sheaf of your harvest to the priest. He will present the sheaf before the Lord so that you may be accepted. The priest is to present on the day after the Sabbath. On the day you present the sheaf, you are to offer a year-old male lamb without blemish as a burnt offering to the Lord. Its grain offering is to be four quarts of fine flour mixed with oil as a food offering to the Lord. A pleasing aroma and its drink offering will be one quart of wine. You must not eat bread, roasted grain, or any new grain until this very day, and until you have brought the offering to your God. This is to be a permanent statute throughout your generations wherever you live. All
3: right. Now you got a lot of grain offerings and wine offerings and drink offerings and, and things like that that were just very particular to the Old Testament. But there's some <coughs> general principles that I see here that stand out to me that uh, the Lord is saying to Moses when it comes to your offerings. So uh, Matthew, you got one over there. I see a nine in your head, like you got one right
0: off the bat. Could you please restate that <laughs> question? <laughs>
3: if if you don't the Matthew, form of a I question. Have one. All right, Josiah, help us out so here. So,
4: I notice uh here in let's see that is verse number 10. Uh when you enter the land I'm giving you and reap its harvest, you are t- to bring the first sheaf of your harvest to the priest. I notice that's the first the first fruits, basically. The First fruits, okay? And so what does that mean? What what is the
3: significance of first fruits, and we're going to kind of flesh that out a little bit more in First Corinthians sixteen.
4: I would say usually the first fruits are maybe the most important or the most desirable
2: mm-hmm. okay. of something, mm-hmm. right. likely yes. the highest quality. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. So the first fruits, and, and what we're talking about here is does God get the leftovers? Mm.
2: If if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> does that kind of uh, harken back to uh, Cain and Abel. Uh, I believe Cain did not present right. the best of what he had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. What else is in here? So I see it's the
3: first fruits. You guys have touched on it a little, a little bit. Look at verse twelve. Look at the lamb. Mm-hmm. What, what is the lamb there? What what, what condition? Do you just bring any old lamb here? It's without mm-hmm. blemish. Right. Exactly. So what does that mean, Nick? <coughs>
1: without any like. I don't know how to say this. Deformities be the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Okay. Like it's like a it's the perfect or the most perfect you can get of the lambs you have. Like it's the the finest lamb you have. Yes, the finest. That's the word I was looking for. The finest. It's the finest lamb you have. Right. Okay. Finest lamb. Right. (laughs) Okay. And so,
3: have you guys ever been around homeless shelters, and you see people that they're trying to be nice, but the clothing or the things they bring.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: are like so full of holes and it's almost embarrassing sometimes because I used to work at a homeless shelter up in in South Bend. And as Christians, if I ever go buy a homeless shelter, what should I be giving them according to this passage?
1: The best that you have.
3: I ought to go to like, you know, wherever. I'm not saying you got to go buy a (laughs) $3,000 But, you know, probably ought to go to Walmart or Target or wherever your favorite. At least something
0: that you would want.
3: Right. Exactly. You know, I always think about that as far as that, you know, we almost see that as a dumping ground of how I can get rid of. And and I'm not saying there's a place for the Salvation Army. You know, I'm not. So (laughs) whoever living out there, please don't write me. You're right, Nick. (laughs) 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 You know, but the point is, is that they gave their best. So they gave their first. It was the first offering that they gave. God didn't get the leftovers. And when they did give it, it was also the best. All right. Now, what's down at the very last there, as far as this whole business in verse fourteen?
0: What do you guys see from there? That you're supposed to bring it to God before you even take for yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Where's the
3: focus as far as our giving is concerned? Is it primarily so I can feel good about me? What's the answer? No. Nope. Mm-hmm. No. This is all about. It's all about God. Right. And so now this is an Old Testament, and, and the idea is if you actually would take a look at the offerings, it's a fairly complicated system as far as offerings is concerned. You know, we make it pretty easy at Cornerstone. <laughs> you know, you can either do it online or, you know, come throw your check in the, uh, in the basket at church or whatever. We don't have all of the different types of, of, of offerings. So now what I am going to do is say, okay, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 16, Verse one. And we want to read verses one and two. First Corinthians sixteen, verses one and two. And who'd like to read this time around?
1: I'll take it.
2: You got it. I
1: was outdoled the last time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that, that's right. Beat you <laughs> to the punch. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. All right. Now about the collection for the saints. Do the same as I instructed the Galatian churches on the first day of the week, each of you to set something aside and save in keeping with how he is prospering, prospering so that no collections will need to be made when I come.
3: OK, so again, dig through there now and tell me what are some principles that you guys see? Because in in the context, you know, my little um, note there says this is the collection for God's people. So what are some principles that you guys
1: are seeing there? Well, it says the first day of the week, so I would think that would be like the first day you <coughs> maybe have like your paycheck, like mm-hmm. the first day of the week you're supposed to set stuff aside, not, not with like the leftovers that you have after you've spent everything you have, but you should take that money out immediately. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it's like some people get paid once a week, some people get paid twice a week. You know, you could be on commission, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that looks like. But the principle here is is that when that check comes, who gets the first fruits? God does. God does. Mm-hmm. God does. But unfortunately, many times what happens is we pay everything else, and then God gets the leftovers. And I, I know I'm being highly convicting out there, so if you want to turn this podcast off at this point in time, say, all right, this was fun, all the, all the, all the mindless banter that was going on. Yeah, These guys so, already turned mine off, right? Here. Yeah, Josiah's
2: about to walk out of the room. Yeah, yeah.
3: so I, I didn't realize this was this was all about. All right, so what's another principle? What's the next phrase?
1: In keeping with how he has prospered?
3: Uh, one before that. On the oh, first day of every oh. week, what's the next four words?
0: Each one of you.
3: I will tell you, as a pastor, that's the main problem as far as why churches don't have the money they need because not everybody plays. Okay? Mm. If everybody plays, then usually there's enough funds. Now, here's the deal I have no idea what the four of you guys give or if you even give. All right? I have no idea anybody at Cornerstone. Because from the very get, I never wanted to know what was going on as far as the giving is concerned. <coughs> because, quite honestly, I didn't want me to be skewed in some way, shape, or form as far as the giving is concerned. But I do know that just generally speaking, one of the issues, you guys all heard the 80-20 rule? You know, 80% of the work's being done by 20%, by 20% mm. of the people. All right? And unfortunately, I'm not talking about Cornerstone, I'm talking about churches in general, that becomes one of the problems. And then what happens is, if you have a particular person leave, all of a sudden... what? Uh, and and that, it can be used this way, too, unfortunately. Sometimes churches, there's people who give, and they kind of control the purse strings. so it's going on. It's a whole other podcast, all right? But each one of you means, who ought to pay? Who ought to play? Who ought to pay? Who ought to wow. play? <laughs> all of us. Everybody. Everybody. You get a paycheck. You ought to be playing. All right, next phrase is... Hmm. Should set
1: something aside, yeah, or have
3: yeah, in keeping ahead. with his income. All right, and I think Nick, you already talked about that. Mm. You know, there's nothing wrong with ten percent. You know, but the idea is is, is that in keeping, in, in, you know, as far as his income is concerned. So think about it with me. Jesus is. I always like this. It says one day Jesus was watching the people give their tithes and offerings. How convicting is that? <laughs> I'd just like to have yeah, Jesus yeah. standing by the basket <laughs> at Cornerstone, just watching, just, just hanging. Being mugging. Just, you know, got a cup of coffee, just kind of hanging by, the, just watching. That's that's the setting in that passage, all right? So there's two different kinds of people. You guys remember who, that story? Who are the two kind of folks that show up to give he's talking about?
0: The rich man and the widow.
3: The rich man and the widow, all right? And the rich guys, they give what? Sack of money. They pour it all in there. And the widow gives what?
4: Just a very small amount. All
3: right, you know, like a penny. So Jesus looks at these guys and says... Who gave the most? What was the answer? It was the widow. The widow. The widow. And thats I think this is what I, I want to get at, is God doesn't look primarily at the hand gift. What does God look at? The, the heart, heart gift. The heart gift. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's real important. So I'm not here begging for money today, by the <laughs> way. Okay? I'm just saying that in keeping with the sum, as far as that's concerned, I like this quote that I've got. I was going to end with this, but I think it would be appropriate right now. You guys ever heard the phrase, give till it hurts? Ever Mm -hmm. heard that? Mm -hmm. I like this. Are you giving to God what is right or what is left? Wow. There's
0: the conviction. (laughs) (laughs) Are Ah. you
3: giving to God what's right or what's left? All right. So, the last phrase then, um, in keeping uh, his income, saving it up. So, what's the last phrase then? So that when I come,
1: nothing will need to be collected.
3: Yeah, it shouldn't really, should money ever really be an issue? And that's why you guys were so blessed at our church. How often do you guys hear me preach on money?
0: I, I've never not very as same
2: as long as I've been there. Uh, very rarely. Yeah, it,
3: it it comes up usually, and that's why I like expository preaching because it just comes up in the text. Usually, you guys don't hear it because uh, of, of just a very generous um, you know giving that we have as far as cornerstone is is concerned. It, it's you know it's not an issue. But having said that, it doesn't mean that we just go, well. We don't. You don't care, you know, because we have facilities, we have ministries that we're trying to to promote. So anyway, we're only going to hit this once because, you know, th- we're not going to become the uh, <laughs> the lug nut podcast out there begging for money or, or whatever. <laughs> but I think that just for you guys to understand, that's a real hot topic issue for some folks. They can get pretty fired up about that. And so if you have people that say, well, what does God expect as far as money is concerned? You say, "Aha, I know." Just go check out whatever. I I didn't hear what, which, which one we on today, by the oh way. Oh yeah, we're
1: on episode fourteen.
3: Episode fourteen. So, all right. Anybody else got anything they want to share on this topic?
2: Conviction. <laughs> conviction. <laughs> yeah. nick so we're Hashtag yeah. conviction. <laughs> yeah. Again. Yeah. It's I a
1: deep. I mean, like you said, it is a very deep. Like I've never thought about that because I think we get so wrapped up in like. In the world and what you see on social media and, I mean, any news outlet, stuff like that. But just looking back at people and, like, being like, well, can you donate money? And I understand what you mean. Like, you know, it's a hot thing I to think be like I made that money.
2: Mm-hmm. I think money just in general, yeah, very hot. It's the same of, like, well, you to get told, well, don't talk to your – never talk to your coworkers about what kind of money you make. Or don't mm-hmm. ever discuss finances. Like, keep it to yourself. mm mm-hmm.
3: And there's a principle: the right hand shouldn't know what the left hand is doing. I get, mm. I get that as well. It's not something like you're just going to go out and just brag about that. But the point is, it's something very personal, and that's why, you know, that's why we have a basket, at cornerstone. Mm. We've had, and that, in in that that basket is the original basket that started back in
2: 1994 in a garage.
3: In a garage. Yeah, that basket has been around forever because we want people to give when they come on Sunday morning, not because they feel like it, but because they want to. So
1: yeah, I've never thought about that. Because at my old church, they passed a plate around during service.
3: Right. And we're, and we're not anti-plate, you know? We're not, you know. Because passing a plate can be a very worshipful experience. So we don't ever look at people and say, you know, that's a bad thing, bad, bad church. You know, you pass a, you pass a plate. But we've always wanted, well, part of the reason that we've always wanted is because one of the knocks that churches get is that's the only reason you invite me is because you want my money. Mm-hmm. And we want to erase that at the door. Right away, because as you guys have seen lately at Cornerstone, we got all kinds of new folks mm-hmm. walking in the door, and what we don't want them to do is to feel like that's one of the things that we're, we're after. So, yeah. oh yeah, final thoughts. Anybody else? Good topic. I yeah. agree. Good I agree. topic today. So, all right. Well, I guess uh, you guys going to sign off here as far as uh, oh yeah. all around the table. Mm-hmm. All right. This has been Nick, Matt,
2: Joe, <laughs> Aiden. <laughs>
3: And as always, don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we.
4: Hey, everyone. It's Joe from the Lugnuts Nuts Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did and you want to hear more, you can find all of our podcasts on Spotify, App, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Check out our website at ccflugnutspodcast.com. There you will find all of our podcasts and more exciting information on us and the podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Blood Podcast. Hope you have a great day, and remember, Jesus loves you, and
0: so do you.